0: Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog almost every day as Noni over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't necessarily love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. I am excited to say that I'm actually podcasting today. I wasn't sure it was going to happen this week because um, it has been one crazy talk week. Um, I had a rehearsal all day on Wednesday with um, the kids at my school, at my kids' school for um, their musical that they're doing. And then on Thursday, one of my kids had a band competition that I went with this child and then today, um, my family's home. So I am, I'm just telling you, this is one crazy talk kind of a week where I didn't know it was going to happen. So just in case there's a knock on the door and somebody says, mom, whatever, um, I'll just try to pause it. This is podcast number 94. And, um, I'm talking about selling on Facebook groups today, uh, just because that is a way to get good, to get rid of clutter, but it's kind of one of those ways where you have to, um, know the pros and cons and some of the things about it. I will not say that I'm an expert at doing this, but I am an expert at getting rid of stuff. And, um, meaning I've had to get rid of so much stuff that I have ridiculous amounts of experience in that area. This is one of the ways that I've done it. I'm just gonna talk about the pros and cons and some of the things that you need to know. I would love to hear your input um, on podcast number 94 in the show notes. If you go to aslobcomesclean.com slash podcasts with an S, you will go to the list of my podcasts. If this one is not directly linked on that, just go to the bottom and see, see all my podcasts here and you will come on podcast number 90. You don't have to have millions of dollars to benefit from the advice of a financial advisor. My husband and I not only have to make decisions about our own financial planning needs, but we also have to field questions from our kids who are now on their own. That's why I was excited to hear about the on-demand financial planning for absolutely everyone from Fearless Finance. Their business is built on making financial advice accessible and affordable. They make things easy to understand and keep the stress out of making investment choices. With Fearless Finance, you meet your planner virtually who will advise you on your financial journey are you paying back student loans, saving for your first house? Maybe you just want to make sure your finances are okay. You can ask all your questions and get answers, no judgment. You'll be charged an hourly rate, no long-term commitment, no minimum required. Visit fearlessfinance.com today. You can chat with a planner for free to make sure it's a good fit, and you'll get $50 off your first planning meeting when you use the code CLEAN. Okay, So I, um, have done this. Okay. And I've had amazing, wonderful success. And then I've had total stink bombs. So the success one, um, I have this bench that I had a bench that is super cute that people would, um, always offer to buy from me when I would put it on Facebook. And, um, I mean, when I would put it on the blog and I'm like, yeah, I don't know how that would work because I'm not shipping this thing. Anyway, um but I tried it in every different place in my house and I finally decided I really truly don't have a spot for this. It's not going to happen. I've tried everything I could think of. It isn't going to work. And so I got it I got rid of it. I put it on Facebook one random, I don't know, who knows, Wednesday morning or something. And I just wanted it gone. So I said like $15. Well, this was a super cute bench. I mean, it was really, really cute, as in everybody who ever saw it on my blog loved it. Um, and people went crazy over this. I mean, I had probably 40 people in 15 minutes saying, I want it, I want it, I want it. And I got messages from people saying, My husband said I could go as high as $60. Y'all, I don't think I even paid $60 for that because I bought it on eBay years and years ago. Um, shipped to my house in a box and I had to put it together. And part of it was put together backwards because that's me. Um, anyway, like people wanted this thing. And so that was my first time I'd ever put anything in a Facebook sales group. And I was like, oh my word, this is such great, easy money. Of course I sold it for $15 to the first person who had commented. Um, but it kind of gave me this warped idea of how easy it was to sell on these groups. And so then I later needed to get rid of a little table, but I mean, it was a nice solid wood, small table, perfect for somebody who's going to craft. And, um, which is not me, you know, like they could use it for anything. Um, put it on there. I put $5 on this table. Yeah. I personally was thrilled when I bought it at a garage sale for $25. I put five dollars on it, total crickets, not a comment. This was soon after the bench that I had sold, and I kind of went, Okay, so yeah, it's not necessarily just that it's going to be great, it really depends on what it is that you have. Now, with all that said, it's absolutely worth it if you are not willing to get rid of something in your home because you are just sure you could get money for it. A Facebook group is a super easy way to find out whether people actually want it or not. Because you know, sometimes there's that perceived value problem that people like me have, I have kind of mostly gotten over it and mostly just donate everything of mine. But I remember when It was very difficult for me to get rid of something because I would look at everything in terms of, oh, well, that's worth such and such amount of money. And so, therefore, I would just leave it in my house because I thought, well, that's worth a lot of money. Someday I need to sell that. How would I sell that? I don't know, you know, and that was, or perhaps I knew on eBay how much. I could possibly get for it. But I also knew how hard it would be to ship certain thing, or I needed to do more research or whatever. Um, Facebook groups are kind of a nice balance between selling something online on eBay, where you're going to auction it off, and get, um, you know, the most possible amount that you could get, but you also have to ship it. And you also have to make sure that you know exactly every last detail about it. And you've described every flaw, whatever, versus Facebook groups where it's local. So somebody can see it and decide for themselves, Oh yeah, no, I don't want this. You know, we're on eBay; they've already paid for it before you ship it. But in these Facebook groups, they meet you, so there's it's kind of a nice balance where you do get a little bit. You get to do the local thing. Sometimes it can feel better than Craigslist. Um, Craigslist, you know, just a lot of people love it, a lot of people hate it. And if you love it, then you know how to do it, and that's great. But some people are very intimidated by it, so a Facebook group can be um, a little less intimidating and give you that those options to put it out there to more people and hopefully sell it. Um, Okay, so here's some just so what I'm saying is it's hit or miss. But it's a great way for you to put out there because there's something mentally that happens when you say, wow, this is an awesome item. I mean, I don't want it in my own home or anything. But somebody I bet you would want this and they would pay lots of money for it and just thinking that and leaving, leaving it in my house, that's not okay. But thinking that and then doing something to put it out there and try to actually get it out of my house and get the money is great. But the other things that the other thing that happens is putting something out there that you are just sure people are going to go crazy over and give you bunches of money for putting it out there and hearing absolutely no response like total crickets. Nobody wants it nobody, you, you thought people go crazy and they're not even commenting. They're not even like, nobody cares. Nobody wants it. Mentally, that can be a real help to help you go. Oh, okay. Well, I guess this isn't some majorly valuable item. All right. I can donate it there. It just sometimes will help get past that stage. I know that happened to me a lot when I was selling on eBay. I think, Oh my goodness, this is so great. I put it up there nobody cared. And it was like, Oh, all right. well, now I'm willing to just stick it in the donate box. Um, okay, so here's some tips. though. Um, like I said, I would love to hear y'all's tips because I know there are a lot of people who do this way more than I do. I have a friend, honestly, I will tell you who um, she paid for her pool membership by just pulling things and putting them on Facebook groups. And sometimes she'll do great and other times she won't. I mean, sometimes she'll put them out there and people are buying everything that she has put out there and she'll make, you know, $600 in a weekend. Other times she'll do the exact same amount of work and put it all out there and nobody wants anything. So, you know, it it just, you have to decide what's your time worth and what are you willing to, how hard are you willing to work for that time? Okay. Number one tip is find one as local as you possibly can. Um, ways to do that. Uh, Search on Facebook for your town name, or even for your neighborhood name. Sometimes different neighborhoods will have um, different, uh, a different neighborhood will have its own little Facebook group. Sometimes it's a mom's group, maybe ask in a mom's group, hey, what are the best groups for selling stuff locally on Facebook? Facebook, you know, or just search it within um, Facebook itself in the search feature. You can search your zip code. The reason that I say to go as local as possible, the disadvantage of that is you have fewer buyers, but the more local the people are who are seeing your stuff and actually saying they want it. First of all, the more local they are, the more willing they're going to be to actually go through this. You know, if you're talking about a lot of, which is a group of boys 2T outfits, you know, how far are people really going to be willing to drive for that? If they're amazing brands, they might be willing to drive for, you know, 30 minutes. I don't know. But if, you know, it's just your normal everyday stuff, they're like, well, I'm willing to pay, 10 bucks for that set of clothing. If I know that it's only five minutes away, you know, so you're just, it's kind of that, yes, you'll get a bigger group. If you're in a more broad type of group, as far as the area that it covers, but you're more likely to have people actually bid and not bid. Cause it's not an auction thing. I'm not saying that. Okay. Put in, that's my eBay lingo coming back into my head. Um, actually say that they want it if it's closer to them. And the other thing is there so much more likely to actually follow through if they're closer to you in proximity? Okay. Because that is the biggest hassle of these types of things. The, the beauty of eBay is that once it sells, it is sold. You have the money and that's a definite transaction. The problem with Craigslist and Facebook groups is that people just fizzle. Like you may go back and forth with emails or messages and then all of a sudden you don't hear from them anymore. Like you had just set it up, you've arranged your day and then they don't show up. Or you've arranged your day to meet them at such and such place and you say you text them back or you message them back and say, Hey, what's your um what you know, what kind of car do you have so that I can look for you in the parking lot and you never hear back from them? I mean, that kind of stuff happens. And so it's less likely to happen the more actually close to you physically, this group is people are just more willing because they, you know, are in the middle of their day. And they think, yeah, I don't actually want to drive 25 minutes to go get those clothes. I'll just stop by a garage sale here next to my house and see what I can find. Yeah, I'd rather do that. I don't want to go. But if it's local, local, they're, they're more likely. Um, list things on a day or weekend when you're going to be around. And I've done this as a problem. I'm cleaning one morning and I think, Oh, I'm going to stick this up on the, you know, the Facebook group, the swap group or whatever it's called. And I stick it up there and people start commenting. And then I'm like, Oh, well, I was actually going to go to a movie with my kids this afternoon. And then we're going to be gone all night. So I can't actually set up a time right now to, or, you know, today to meet this person. So then the longer that goes, then it just kind of fizzles and it never happens. Okay. Which also makes you somebody in the group that people are like, yeah, I don't want to buy from her. Cause last time, you know, she was all excited about selling me such and such, and then we never could get it worked out. So then they're not as willing to buy things from you in the future. So go ahead and just think before you put it up there, am I going to be around today or tomorrow to actually meet somebody and get this thing out of my house. Cause that's the goal, right? Get it out of the house. Um, another thing too, just a little trick is, um, make sure you check in your other messages because a lot of times, you know, you may put it up and some, most people, I think most of the groups ask you to comment on the actual post, um, just so that other people can see who has said something, but check your messages like on Facebook for your direct messages. If you don't want to have Facebook mas- messenger app on your phone, then on desktop, anybody can check it even without a special app or whatever. Um, but go in there and you'll, um, click on other messages and that's going to be messages from people that are not your friends. You know, officially your friends on Facebook. That's where they're going to go in case somebody sees that item and sends you a message instead of, um, you know, commenting on the post. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. For those who've been listening for a while, you may have heard me talk about how time is a container; it's a finite thing, and if I try to squeeze too much into the time that I have available, I get stressed and anxious. Therapy can be a place to talk through realistic priorities and goals, helping you deal with stress and anxiety when your days feel overwhelming. It's been great for me to talk through setting boundaries and improving coping skills with a therapist. BetterHelp is entirely online. That makes scheduling convenient and flexible. To get started, you just have to fill out a brief questionnaire that will match you with a licensed therapist. If needed, you can even switch therapists at any time for no additional chart. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash clean. I am so excited to be working outdoors in my garden again. Fresh air and sunshine really do affect my mood. I'd rather spend more time outside and less time inside making dinner. That's why I love using PrepDish. It helps me get our meals planned and prepped for the week. I receive a weekly meal plan in my inbox every Friday that fits my family's eating style. There are four to choose from. Each comes complete with recipes, a grocery list, and a detailed plan that walks me through a short prep session and sets me up for success for the coming week. Prep Dishes' step by step meal prep plan only takes about an hour of prep each week, which I can work into my routine pretty easily. I can then get healthy homemade meals onto the table incredibly quickly throughout the week because the prep work is already done. If you're ready to free up some brain space, I've got great news for you. I got you two weeks free so you can try out the prep dish meal plans for yourself and see if they're a good fit for your family. Just go to prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for a two week free trial. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. You won't regret it. Spring is arriving and with the change of season, it may be time to upgrade your wardrobe. Because our closets are a defined space, a container, it's nice to give priority space to high quality items that you love. Quince makes high quality possible. They carry high-end products at great prices. Things like organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. My son got so much use out of the down puffer vest I ordered for him this winter. So now I'll be looking at Quince for sundresses for myself for summer. Quince partners directly with top factories, which cuts out the cost of the middleman. That means more savings for us. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash clean for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q u i n c e.com slash clean to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash clean. Okay. Number one thing. Did I already say number one for other things? Whatever. This is really, really important. Think about safety. Safety is of utmost importance. If you are meeting someone face to face, you have to be safe. So, I do know that a lot of places now, oftentimes near their police station or the sheriff's office or something like that, they will have a designated meeting spot. It's usually two parking spaces next to each other within view of the police station where people are supposed to meet. Um, and I think that's a fantastic idea. And I think that counties and, um, cities are doing this specifically because this is something people do now. This is a reality of getting rid of your stuff is selling it to people, random strangers online. So you can call and ask that or say, Hey, meet me at such and such place by the police station. You know, I mean, that's a great thing to do. Or a very well lit, uh, busy, you know, Walmart parking lot or something like that. You have to decide for where you are, what is the safest place for you to meet. But that also is something to consider. If you're talking about a huge recliner, are you going to be able to transport it somewhere to meet someone? And then help them load it into their car because they get there and they're a little old lady who can't lift it themselves. I mean, you know, those are things to consider before you just put it on there and then you think, wait, I don't know this person. I don't want them coming to my house, but how am I going to load this and get it in the car and then unload it? Um, Maybe it's not even a possible. It's something to do also on those things is just to put it out on your actual friends list instead of in one of those swap groups. Just to put it out there and say, hey, everybody, I'm selling this leather recliner and, you know, just to people that you actually do know. And then that way, you know, some people can share it to their friends. And then that way you can say, Hey, um, and I'm not sure is there, I see people do this all the time, but I'm not going to say that that's like a Facebook policy. It's okay. I think it is, but I don't know. So If that's not okay, then don't do it. All right. But I'm just saying, always think about safety. Safety is the number one. One of the advantages to me of doing Facebook swap groups and doing it very local is like, for example, when I had that, uh, that bench, that white bench that I sold that everybody wanted, the person that I sold it to, who was the first person who had commented, we had I don't know, 25 mutual friends because it was somebody who lived in my town and I could see that this person is friends with 25 people that I know. And so I let her come to my house. And she even was she even said, Are you sure you can tell me where and I was like, Yes, because I see you're friends with 25 people that I'm friends with. And that is kind of one of the advantages of doing this through Facebook groups, is you can see that. Now, um, if it's friends with one person, then that's possibly somebody who they've sold to in one of these groups. So you might have to ask this person, you know, say, Hey, before you just say automatically, Oh, they're friends with somebody. I know you want to make sure that you know that when it was 25 people, I personally decided that I was okay with that. Um, Sometimes, like I said, you may need to verify for sanity versus insanity with people that you do know. Say, "Hey, you're friends with so and so. Do you know them? Are they okay to let me let them come to my house to pick up such and such?" Okay, um, but you've got to be ready to meet. That's what I'm saying. You've got to be ready to do whatever it takes to meet somebody somewhere, hauling this item that you wanted, and you need to be able to do it soon, or your likeliness of going through all this likelihood, whatever your likelihood of going through a whole bunch of hassle and a whole bunch of back and forth, and then having you end up not even really meeting that person is higher. Okay. The reason why I'm big on being ready to meet is, um, my biggest reason why I don't like doing this is I don't like designating. I mean, I don't like, um, coordinating meetings. I don't like figuring out where to meet this person, figuring out when we can both meet. Figuring out all of those details, because I think, what if they end up not showing up and I go through all this hassle? And then,, oh, it was maybe last summer, I don't know. We were cleaning out the boys' room, and they had a fart gun. I'm so sorry, if your kids are listening, somebody emailed me, and I think this is awesome. Thank you to the person who emailed um who said that um she loves to listen with her kids, and that the kids love to listen to the podcast. So if you are a child and you're listening. Hi. Um, and I'm sorry, I did say fart. Uh, but yeah, they had a fart gun and it's one of those from despicable me. Y'all people went crazy over that fart gun. I mean, we had so many people who wanted that thing and I was all thrilled and excited. And then I put up a, I think it was like a WWE wrestling championship belt or something that the boys had bought together when they were younger. Well, they don't care about that anymore. So we put it out there And both of those things we were supposed to meet. And, um, I had kind of said, okay, well, we'll meet at such and such time in such and such parking lot. And I was going to meet both of them at the same time. And I thought I was so smart. And then something came up and I ran to the store completely forgot. And I'm talking the store on the other side of town, completely forgot that I had set up this meeting with these people. And then I happened to check my messages. And the person says, "Um, are you here?" And this was like twenty minutes ago and I was I was the one who forgot about the meeting and didn't show up. I was that horrible, annoying person, and I don't think I've sold anything on there since then because I felt so bad, and one of the people was still there waiting, and I rushed over there and did the transaction. the other person. I felt terrible about because I think she'd driven like 20 minutes to come meet me and get this. I don't remember which one it was. I felt horrible. Well, then I didn't feel like I could go back in the group and try to sell it again because the person would be like, yeah, this is the person who didn't show up. So I honestly, it was one of those times where I went, yeah, it's not just other people. It's me that this is a huge hassle and it's me who will end up forgetting something. Things to consider about um, or things to consider or think about. So put a reminder in your phone. If you have a calendar, if you have a smartphone, you have a calendar feature and you can go in and have it, you know, do the alerts. So I will set something at a certain time on my calendar and my phone. And then I will on that little setting up the event, I will scroll down and I will put in different alerts. So I'll say, Notify me at the time of this event, and notify me thirty minutes before. If it's something in the future, I'll usually do notify notify me three days before, and then notify me thirty minutes before, um, and then it will send up a little on my phone to let me know that some things um, I have something on my calendar coming up. It doesn't do that unless I set the alert. But if I do that, if I set the alerts, then that helps me a lot to remember. It's not a guarantee because that's how I roll. I may not know where my phone is at the moment, but anyway very important to do that. Um, as you get closer and you really have set a specific time, ask them what their vehicle looks like. Cause there's nothing worse than just driving through the parking lot thinking, I wonder if that person sitting in their car is waiting for me, or I wonder if that person, cause then again, that can also be not safe. Um, another way to use it is to, uh, use these groups is, um, if you have bigger stuff that you are, if you're having a garage sale, which I have other podcasts on how to have a good garage sale, if you're having a garage sale, it's great to put those things in, put the pictures of the bigger items, the things that you really want to make sure that, um, you know, people know about and are going to come and haul them away from your house. You can use those as a, a way to do that. So kind of, you know, while you're doing the garage sale anyway, you put these items on there. People say, Oh, I want that. You're like, okay, well come to such and such because you're having a garage sale. Anyway, you're already in that mode and you're not going to be alone there meeting them. Okay. The other thing I have to say is there are some abbreviations that are used in these types of groups. Oh, before I say that, always check the rules because different groups have different rules. Some groups do not want you to say anything about a garage sale. Some groups want you to only give a garage sale. They don't want you to talk about anything that isn't a garage sale. Um, some groups, I mean, whatever it is, check the rules of the specific group because you don't want to break the rules and then be kicked out. Oh, and then here's the other really important thing. You sell your stuff because you're decluttering when you're not decluttering anymore by selling on these groups, go up to go to the actual group itself, not just one of the posts that are in your feed, go to the group itself to the page for it, click on notifications, and turn them off. And the reason for that is so you don't keep getting notifications of things that other people are trying to sell that make you want to go bring more clutter into your house. That's what I have to do. Okay, because Um, otherwise I see things like, Ooh, that looks good. Oh, I'd like to have that. I didn't know I needed it, but it came through my, my Facebook feed and now all of a sudden I've got to have it. Okay. So a couple of abbreviations that are important to know. OBO means or best offer. So if you want to put an amount up there, like, um, $20, this is how much I want for it. OBO, that means or best offer. Generally that means, you can offer me less than the amount that I'm saying. Um, LMS means listed on multiple sites. That may mean that someone has put it in three different Facebook groups because there are tons of them. Uh, maybe it means that they're they've got it on Craigslist as well. And the reason that you would put LMS on there is that um, you kind of have an out from taking the first person to comment because people can get pretty upset if you sell it to somebody who's not the first person to say that they want it. So if you say LMS listed on multiple sites, that means that I've got this somewhere else. It's possible that someone on a different Facebook group or a different site asked for it first and I'm going to have to go with them. So that's kind of what that means. It's LMS. If you know what it means, you should be able to abbreviate it it makes me crazy when put, people put SML, LSM, MLS, MSL, because it makes me realize they don't actually know what that means. And so I'm not sure why they put that on there. Another thing people often put the first time they're putting something up is PPU. PPU means pending pickup. That means someone else has spoken for it, and you've already arranged for someone to take it, and it's not available anymore. But the reason people put PPU is that people may still end up commenting, saying, if that person doesn't take it, I'll take it. So there's no reason to put PPU on there when you very first list it, because that doesn't make any sense. Okay? but I think sometimes people think, oh, well, PPU must mean something important. So I'm going to put it on there, but that's what it actually means. Okay. All right. I'm going to quit there and I cannot believe no one has knocked on my door yet. Um, but I do want to tell you if you are listening to this in real time, meaning you are listening to it before May 2nd or on May 2nd, 2016, the ultimate homemaking bundle for 2016 is available at this time. I will put a link in the show notes to a post that I have that talks about it. And I'll also put a direct link to the homemaking bundle itself. Perhaps you've purchased it in the future, in the past. Yeah, you've purchased it in the future. You've purchased it in the past. You know that it's a resource that you would appreciate having again. Um, it's different every year. I've participated in three of them this year. My book, my ebook teaching kids to clean is included in it. It's $29.97, which is a lot of money. I totally get that. Um, for someone like me, who's super cheap. Uh, but there is over, yeah, I don't want to say the numbers cause I can't remember. Um, but there are 93 items in the bundle and there are all kinds of things. There are e-courses. There is a course included in the bundle that I think is valued over $20 just by itself. That is specifically on working exercise into your housework routine for real. Okay. Um, there is a course on budgeting. There's a course on decluttering combined with, with decorating your home by the nester, my Quillen Smith She is well known for her very practical decorating advice and decorating strategies that she shares. Um, As you know, if you know me at all, I don't talk about decorating because that would be crazy um, for me to talk about that because it's not my thing. Um, There are also lots of housekeeping printables. Um, There are plenty of things on organization, but there's also meal plans. There are slow cooker meal plan recipes. There are recipe books. There are uh, just lots of really cool, amazing things. And for here's what I advise people to do is to go over to the bundle through my link. It's very important that you go through my link. I'm just going to be honest. Um, please make sure you've clicked on my link before you go there, just because um, that is how I make money. And we're so hoping to pay off Hubby's, um gallbladder surgery from December. Through this. Um, But I do make a really good portion of the actual amount that you pay because I have a book in the bundle. So if you go through my link, if you don't go through my link, I don't make anything. So, but if you do that, I really appreciate it. Um, and you will go over there. The main thing I say is just to browse it and keep a sheet of paper or your little calendar thing on your computer open while you do that. These are all digital products, by the way, that you download. Um, you have access to them for a year, so you don't have to download them all at one time, but keep your calendar. I mean, your calculator open, and just type in the amounts of the items that catch your eye that make you think, Ooh, I'd really like to have that. I did it super quick one go through. And the amount that I came up with was I think 290 something dollars, which means basically the items that I want, and I know I'll use in this are worth 10 times the actual price that I would pay. So Anyway, I put this at the end because I realized that last year, I think I listened to a podcast from last year where I talked about it and I did it at the beginning and I blabbed on for like 10 minutes and I do apologize for that. Um, but like I said, it is only available through midnight Eastern time on May 2nd, 2016. So if you're listening to it before that, go to aslobkimsclean.com and I guarantee every single post that you're going to see at the top will have a link in that post that is my affiliate link to the ultimate homemaking bundle. So thanks for joining me today. And again, this is podcast number 94. And I will talk to you guys later. Bye.